Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. My doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin'. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor. Don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the bullshit. You are listening live. Do it live! Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, October 7th, 2020. I'm your host, I'm Travis Bryant. And joining me in just a moment will be Cameron Hawkins. Uh, but in the meantime... Let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. Uh, if you want to reach out and contact us, you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, get in line. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines, and we will talk to you live on air tonight. Hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103 to talk to us live tonight. Uh, second way to have your voice heard, if you can't call us live, you can always drop us a voicemail. Voicemail line gives you three unadulterated minutes to ask questions, pose comments, yell, rant, rave, whatever you got. That's the place to do it. Hit the voicemail at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail is 415-787-5229. You can always drop us an email anytime during the show, anytime during the week. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, drop us uh, an email at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Once again, that's eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. And just indicate somewhere in, in the subject or the body of the email which uh, segment, VIP or non-VIP, that you want your email read in. And uh, you can always find us on Twitter as well. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trablord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch, East Coast Cast. Um, or just search East Coast Cast or PW Torch and uh, find us there. Give us a like. Share us on your timeline. Uh, tag your wrestling buddies in it. That's how it works. Uh, but, yeah, we did get a like this week. We haven't had a like in a little while. Oh, man, Picks. Pickstone, the dude. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate the like. Um, yeah. Thanks. 
I don't know how to handle these anymore. Haven't haven't, haven't got one in uh, you know some time. It's like oh shit, somebody likes us. Oh wait, mutual friend. Who's the mutual friend? Oh, Sean Covington. How about that? All right, let's uh, let's get things underway. Welcome to the show, Cameron. What's going on, man? How is it going? Um, things are, you know, I think I got a little shorty. Uh, yeah, I got me a little, hmm, little date tomorrow, venturing out into the world. Okay. <laughs> she, right. she, she, she uh, picked the places, right? I was like, uh, I was like, I'll put it on you to pick the cleanest and most and least populated one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, no. Wait, um, I, I totally, I missed. You cut out right when you said what she what she actually chose. Oh, I think we're um some some brewery on near Burnett and Forty Fifth. Okay. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gonna have some drinks with a young lady, and um, yeah, venture out into the world with a woman. Which is twenty twenty is just not something. Get out of shit. Do I, you know, remember how to act around the women that I'm trying to lose? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we got uh, we got a decent amount of wrestling and TV to talk about. Um, what? Where? Where are we going to start? What's the headline? I mean, we have NXT. We got some big, big, big stuff with. Uh, uh, you know, Roman and the Tribal Chiefs storyline. Where where you want to start? Yeah, I think um, I think a good jumping off point is uh, yeah, it's Friday SmackDown uh, with Roman Reigns. I thought that um, you know, we talked about uh, Night of Champions last week um, and how much we thought you know of the performance put on, how much we thought of the show, how much we thought about Jay Uso and Roman Reigns specifically. Um, I thought that, you know, Roman Reigns came out again, did a really good job, you know, explaining where he's coming from, what matters to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay Uso, um, saying, you know, I didn't give up. Uh, my brother threw in the towel, and I wouldn't have given up, and I'd be champion. Like, as far-fetched as that sounds, it's what he's <laughs> yeah. supposed to say. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, that leading to kind of the cliffhanger of, yeah, they're going to face each other at Night of Champions, but you know, there's going to be more on the table than there's ever been before. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in where they go from there. Um, I think it's been it's been good so far. I think this is going to be, um, you know, it's already something special. And so it leading to something more special is like, yeah, okay, all right. I, I, I didn't personally like the actual challenge, like how it was laid down, like how Roman just like, you want another challenge? Is it, you, want a champ, you want a title match? You want a Hell in a Cell? And was vague with the stakes, and then he walks away, and then it was, and then Jay then waits till he's, you know, 50 feet away to accept it, and it just felt a little off. You know, not, mm-hmm. not bad. It just was like, eh, I think that could have been done better, but they're getting to where they need to go, and you know we'll see what they do with Hell in a Cell. They got some time to, so they get there. Yeah, I did, I did um, like the gig where he said your brother said told me he I was the tribal chief. Why won't Why won't he say? 
Yeah. He's uh he's strong right now, man. You know, he, he really is strong right now. Um if you uh take it to the other side, um, you know, you have um 'cause we've seen two weeks of it now just based on how the uh how the time split up, but uh Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre. Um, and Night of Champions. You always feel like the Night of Champions matches are, um, not the Night of Champions specifically, but the the matches that are set up after the draft. Um, you always feel like kind of finite and that you expect people to retain, but you know, Randy getting uh, getting his shots off at uh, at the Legends, and then Drew not standing forward and coming right at him. Like I thought it was exactly how that should play out. Um, and then, you know, Randy getting the actual pinfall on Drew on Monday kind of keeps that thing hot. So I think they're doing a good job there as well. Right. You have to, there has to be, uh, you know, ways to keep the thing going. And, and and having the rapid fire responses, you know, uh, Orton showing up doing the thing with the, with the, uh, with the night vision and, and just, they're not dragging it out. They're just, you know, making yeah, sure that, uh, yeah, they're making sure that this thing, because it's the, it, it really is like, hey, look, at this, this point in the feud, it's, we're, why, why are we p- pussyfooting around? Like, y'all know what it is. It's hatred, and they, <laughs> they want at each other, and that's just what it is. And I thought it was, it was done well, yeah, in, in a logical way that didn't take away from Drew is as champion and as a guy. Is that the first time he's been pinned? Has he lost like a tag match or a non-title match? I think he lost. I think he lost one match in January. Well, um, no, no, no. Well, he wasn't champion in January. Did no, he win it but since in March. Been, I'm saying since, since he was champion. champion. Yeah, yeah, he has not. Uh, he has not lost. Yeah. So I think that probably should have been made a bigger deal. And maybe it was, and I just didn't, didn't see. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm going to take, take a good job there, too. Do you, um, do you, and I know we're kind of, we're kind of jumping all around, because there, there yeah. are things going on everywhere, so I kind of want to, want to get to them all. Um, you remember when, and, and these guys are not Austin and Rock. That's not what I'm saying. But you remember when Austin and Rock, were like feuding over the Intercontinental title. Sure. And you just knew that like that they had next. Like you like you just knew. Right? Ricky Starks and Darby Allen had a banger last week. Uh-huh. Um that's like and even though um, you know, the TNT title is their undercard title technically and Brody Lee and Orange Cassidy had a really good match. When you talk about guys who you think of like young, hungry, up and coming, um, yeah, Ricky Starks, Darby Allen, man, we're just uh, going at it. I think they they're going at it again this week. Um, that's a a really fun feud on AEW side that, that I appreciate right now. Interesting. Um, sure. I would have agreed without the match. I, 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 I might not have gone as far as next, but I see where you're coming from. Um, yeah, but hmm, interesting to hear uh, that they're doing it. That 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 they're, you know, 
talking to talking in the ring, walking the walk with and let me let me go out there and do it. Like that's the thing for me. Like right. it's not one young guy, an established guy out there, you know, doing whatever they do, but let two young sure. guys really go out there and get to it. Um I think it's really impressive. Um and and, and to be fair, Brock and Austin Austin very specifically you know, he was that they weren't that was that wasn't the dynamic with them. They weren't two young guys. Like if you think of Rock and yeah, Austin, Austin was the new era. Yeah. I mean no well Austin was Austin was eight years yeah. into the business and well, the you know, business, been on yeah. national T V I mean, for six of those years and Rock was he wasn't Steve you know, he wasn't Stone Cold right. Steve Austin though. That's my point. Like right, right, got he you. was yeah. still fairly fresh into that. Yeah, yeah Rock's just a, a young guy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I mean, just to put that on to give those two guys, Starks and Allen, just a bigger, a little bit of a, like you know, they're they're, they're giving, they're making you think in those terms, and they ain't even where they were. Like they're even, yeah. you know, younger and least le- uh, lesser experienced <laughs> than they were at that time that invokes that emotion and that memory in you. So that's. Yeah, the other thing is, I'm not even like huge on. Uh, I'm not huge on. Or Allen. Not that he's bad. I'm just not huge on Allen. But yeah, Allen is. Um, you know, he's. Uh, a lot of people like him, is what I want to say. Like, even though yeah. like, it ain't necessarily my bag, like a lot of people are into do. So, so good on him. Um, so, so let's talk about um, – yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to know – I've got uh, NXT uh, TakeOver on in the background, and I don't know who the guy that ran out to help swerve against Escobar's guys that had, like, the bright neon uh, yellow yeah. on. Yeah. I'm going like, to picture his name because um, he has – a, a name that's normally uh, is that like an ethnic name? Normally a woman's name? No, it's like oh. normally a woman's name. Um, Jamie? His name, Travis, is uh, let me Ooh, see Ashanti Adonis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would but, but cut a really good Let's see. Um, did you, uh, so is this your first time watching TakeOver then? This is my first time seeing this match. I've only seen the okay. the uh, women's stuff and the O'Reilly Ballard match. You know, Candice LeRae, Yoshua, and now yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, the women. You were, no, I'm I'm yeah. I'm just going with you right by you. You're talking about it. did mm-hmm. exactly what they were supposed to do. So good. Those two are so good. Uh, you know, they didn't need the Johnny thing at the end. Um, I get it. That's the, that's what's playing right now, but they didn't need that. But that was really yeah. um I, I thought that, you know, you talk about um, the awkwardness of what happened with Jay and Roman, even though that was like a small thing and a bigger thing. You want to talk awkwardness. So you have Tony Storm on the Tron cut her promo saying he sh- that she's showing up. Then you have mm-hmm. Ember Moon come out on stage saying that she was there. And I didn't she, get that. You know, I didn't get that. happy for her being back and healthy. Um that's, a, that's absolutely going to bolster, you know, what it is they have going. But, yeah, mm-hmm. man, I don't know, man. It's a bit much. A bit she's much. still a cornball, uh, but, you know, she still at least got a look that's hers. And, 
This is hopefully true. she could. And and like with that Darby Allen, like hey, people like her. Like I, I have to, you know, give her that. Like I don't, but I like. I think I'm mad at Like, yeah. There's, there's, there's oh, shit. She's there. had a match of the year. You know, I remember how much I raved over that match she had with Oscar like, yeah. two years ago. Um, so, I can, you know, I don't like, completely she cry. Character stuff, but she's absolutely, like, very talented. Like, nobody would, you know. Mm-hmm. Nobody would take that away from her. Um, but, yeah, fresh matchups for, for Yoshirai, who, you know, how good she is in the ring. Tony Storm's a uh, really good uh, Ember to me. More than very good. Tony Storm, like, what, like, what the hell? Why have we been waiting since yeah, 2017, 2018? Yeah, it's like a year. Tony Storm to wrestle in America consistently. Exactly, wow. exactly. Um, yeah, so I think that uh, that's going to be, uh, be a good division going forward. Of course, that Cruiserweight match, so good. Uh, Swerve and Escobar, just, just all the near falls in that match are amazing. Um, I think that, and selling is just great. Of course, Gargano and Priest went out there, did exactly. I keep, I hate that you say did exactly what they're supposed to do. Like, it, it sucks because it sounds like I'm taking away from how good they are. But yeah. Yeah, we saw that in the highlights. Yeah, Johnny does not need to win to, uh, he doesn't need to win to look good. Like, he's that good. Like, the match he's going to put on. Uh, Kushida. Like goes crazy on Velveteen. Apparently, um, I did not watch that match. I'm kind of dialed yeah. out on <laughs> on Velveteen stuff. But yeah. she went in there, did his thing. He did do a Doc Brown imitation to mock Kushida uh, in his orange vest and you know lace up shoes. Remember when we would have pop crazy for that? We would have thought, yeah, this is great. <laughs> right, it would have been, a, it been ten bad. minutes by itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then. You know, I talked about how, how you, much right. I like Back to the Future 3 and these the other yeah. yeah. Yeah, talk about how um, uh, how Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly is just my NXT TakeOver MVP. He's been good in every single one he's been in, good to great. And uh, getting disappointed, man. Went out there and put on Two, just a stellar match, man. You go, this is, when like headed into it, you're like, all right, I know how how these two guys wrestle. How are they How are they going to melt and, and mesh and still be a WWE-style match, even though it's on NXT? Like, they're not allowed to, like, go crazy and stuff. And they kind of, and, and I, mean, I don't even mean crazy, like, with spots and, I mean, with aggression and stiffness and just the style of work, I was, uh, you know, I was impressed. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, Finn Balor ain't, you know, some WWE product. Like, this is a global town. Uh, and, yeah. you know. You just, you forget. Well, how I don't even want to take away from Kyle O'Reilly. Like, he's not. But, you know, he's uh, also that. And, you know, sometimes you forget. You know, you see a guy, see guys for you know three, four, five years, and it's like, no, 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 they could. Uh, uh, was the Kingdom show that New Japan puts on every year? Something Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom. This this motherfucker real quick, <laughs> you know, and have people going, oh shit, that's right, wrestling can be, you know, other thing, uh, you know, other styles and other 
Four minutes. A hundred percent. Everything is going to be backed up. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And just absolutely tore it up, man. Just uh, salute to those guys. Like, what, what can you say? Kyle O'Reilly was, was, was every bit the challenger I thought he would be. And Finn Balor is just, again, it, night and day. Whatever they had him do on Raw one week was just fine. And then he goes to take over uh, he goes to take over UK and goes out there and just bangs it out with uh with like Jordan that Devil. Ill, Ill's a guy, right? And it's just like it was it was, oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was Jordan Devil. Right. And it was just like oh, 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 okay. oh I'm thinking of that track mine no, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um it's just it's just special, man. He's just really special. Um, yeah. And the way NXT I, I, was able to uh, to and, and kind of jumping around was able to uh, to get get what they got out of Candice LeRae and 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 El as far as the story goes, like because everybody's like friends and shit and has like footage and like. You know, it just everything works if you if you if you pay attention to the past. It's like, yeah, I'm just watching this uh, video package of them again. You know, and then just reminding you of history, like not running away from Eo's uh, heel past, making yeah. that like because that would have been WWE 15, 20 years ago. You know, it would have just been whatever. No, she's good. She's good now. The heel stuff, even if it was five or six months ago, you don't remember. And they don't allow that kind of stuff to happen, even in the NXT women's match. Yeah, it's just on in the background, catching my eye again. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, What else is happening? What else... um, so I mean, let's talk about the draft. Um, yeah, do you have? And I'm probably going to steal somebody's question, right? Do you have three people that you would want to see uh, jump to either side? No. Not particularly. I, because the people who. I hold kind of to the highest standard <clears throat> tend to jump back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, like your Kevin Owens, for example, your Bailey's and Sasha. Um, it's kind of hard to think of acts that I'd want to see move. Like Big E on Raw. I think I would want that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think Big E like, on they Raw. Make a point of going, yeah, no, 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 no. Big E's on Raw. You two are where y'all at. Yeah, yeah, yeah y'all, were on, y'all were still on SmackDown when you get help. Uh, but Big Young Raw, I think, would be dope. Um, what if they gave Miss Langston back? <laughs> yeah, Big Langston. There you go, Miss Langston. Yeah. Like, look, it's the whole guy. Guy. You want a fucking name back, man. That's a fair name to begin um, with. It's not like that. Yeah, so, so him over there. Um, I'd like to see one of those three being. Uh, Sammy, AJ, 
before Jeff Hardy moved to Raw. Um, I know Sammy's Iron Man champ. Like, he jumped around. I still don't think he's. I don't think he's really good on SmackDown. Like, I don't think there's. Who's that? I don't think that's for him. AJ. Who? Like, I just think that. I don't know if it is AJ though, Cam. He will. I think he literally went to an like in every draft in the way. Like three years yeah. or four years, he's like moving. And then he has to pretend, you know, it's the AJ Styles show. All the, it's weird, but yeah, I, I guess I, would I don't. Want, yeah, yeah, I would want Bianca on SmackDown. They're heating her up on Raw, so that ain't happening. But you know, you just had Mandy and Dana come over. Um, I just think that, and like, it seems like the tag division really is going to exist on Raw. Um, so yeah, like I want to see her over there. Um, yeah, I mean, tag team. I, I probably want to see Andrade go to SmackDown for real, for real. Um, I think that I don't want to see him do five minute squashes. Like I want him to be prominent. Um, and I guess he has to take the lead with. Well, they're out together. Oh, yeah, she, oh, she likes that. her hands at those guys. Um, she's she's a solo act now. Um, so she can stay with her real life. Um, and then I think her business should stay. I feel like Braun's gonna be on Raw because they have him and Keith Lee working together now. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, the thing we didn't talk about, Travis, it's like the big thing. So all mm-hmm. these the head of retribution. Yeah, he was all this time. He was the guy. Storyline I have I, I completely missed because I just wasn't watching. But I heard about and you know the speculation. The man behind the laptop or whatever production truck. It was him. It was me, Austin. It was me the whole time. I guess. I mean, cool for him. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I think the Hurt Business has been doing really good work um, for them to be. I don't know if they're going to stay the primary opposition, but I, I would find that interesting. Ali kind of being the head of this faction and then airing his grievances against the system. Like, he's been the light so long. Like, he could just easily be, I've tried to work within the system. Working within the system hasn't benefited me, so I'm going to break down the system. You know? Um, like, it doesn't have to be a whole lot more complicated than that, I don't think. He too says from all cops are bad. <laughs> That's I why mean, I had to leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, they, they can fuck around and salvage the fuck out of this with Ali, Dijakovic, um, Yim, anybody else? That we should that's a made big deal or name. I mean, Shane Thorne's there. Um, uh, uh, Dio Madden's there. You know, that's kind of uh, a, that's kind of a click. The support. Who's um? Wait, who attacked Cole? Uh, Cole? Who's that guy? And that's what made me kind of think about it. He was wearing like a vest. Like, you know. Button up in the place. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's neat. It's not being plugged in. I do, I do want to put, uh, talk about production. 
and the Capital Center. Is that what they call they're calling it? The, 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 how they redid the Twin Center, I want to say. So having the you know the mic drop from the ceiling and finally kind of realizing uh, kind of what I said like two months ago was it was kind of inevitable going to happen how they redid the grid but redid the the video grid even more with this Capital Center they gave it some more height they put like the they gave some fans, like, some low fans, like, screens low on, like, barricades, or not barricades, but lower than normal ones, um, and just having two sides of it uh, also helps in, like, layers and layers of people, six rows of people on multiple sides, so when you go to certain camera angles, you don't lose the people entirely. They made that show, and that... Is it the performance center? Or oh. a or whatever? Like, they, they just redo. But they finally yeah, gave NXT, like, location. it was like, oh, okay, the Thunderdome was Raw and SmackDown and their pay-per-views. But NXT just gets the, uh, you know, performance center extras as the fans. So this was like, for them, like, no, no, no. We, we, we care about them too. We care about how they look, and it just does so much more for the show. It just makes it so much more enjoyable. And it, and I'll yeah. say it again: even having the piped-in uh, pre-recorded, you know, it's the only way you can do it. You can't have seven hundred people on separate different feeds talking all over each other. And, you know, their mom yelling at them in the background and just, you know, regular people noise. Uh, but even having the the, the one, two count and the people, the people go, two. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like true. separate Absolutely. parts and obviously bullshit. It completely works. And I that. <laughs> but, yeah, just production-wise, the NXT was, they did a really good job with this uh, this Capital Wrestling Center or whatever. It's cool. I like the throwback nature of it. Right, so where are we at? Oh, uh, yeah. I think that, that's pretty much what I want to touch on for the week. Um, Vince definitely told the talent that he uh, he's getting a cut of all their Twitch accounts now. Yeah, there was uh, some consternation about that on Twitter I saw and People like chiming in with their two cents, and uh, this is what I would do. If I would give, if I was Paige, this one particular fucking cold take uh, about telling WWE to shove it and showing your titties on Twitch as if. Like, I don't have any idea what, how much money you could, could make on Twitch as a popular streamer. I'm sure it's pretty substantial. But I also would have to think, you know, being with WWE as long as possible is probably a little more financially stable than counting on Twitch but the in cut your titty. Taking, yeah, the cut they're taking isn't like you're making more money than you would on your downside. Like, you got to... <laughs> 
you got to stick with it, buddy. Like, really yeah, I don't agree. I think these people should be left alone to their twitches. I think they should be told use common sense and you know as far as taste goes, and don't have us out here looking bad. Don't have us out here in the headline is WWE superstar goes viral with profanity laced, you know, racist, homophobic, whatever buzzword, <laughs> you know, rant on on Twitch, and yeah, and then you just leave people alone, but. Yeah, we, we talked about that before. Uh, that's um, that's too bad. I still think it's WWE's opening themselves up to, to, to they're just not doing going to be doing themselves any favors by by doing this. Absolutely, because it's so, it's beginning to be so <clears throat> ubiquitous in the culture. Like OnlyFans is now mainstream. Before it was like just a Susio boy thing, like a kind of a, you know, you had to be in the know or at least on the fringes of in the know, like me, like no people that are at least in the know who follow some accounts that know, or or like me following enough damn suicide girls and cosplayers to like, well, of course I know what a OnlyFans and Cam Soda and all that shit is, but it's mainstream now. It has because for various reasons. Mostly because celebrities got to fucking horn in on shit. <laughs> you know, and God damn it, you got a platform. And here you come busting up the goddamn formula and the algorithm. Uh, but now, for various reasons, it's now mainstream, and people are going to be like, "Wait a second, that's that's people's personal, you know, whatever I think about it." Like, I couldn't imagine my boss. I work at Staples, and my boss is like, well, you work for us, and we want to cut it at OnlyFans or, or your Twitch. Like, fuck you. It would be weird. Yeah. I think I think fan base isn't going to. They're not going to revolt. Wrestling fans don't revolt about shit, but it's just, not, it's just not a good look. It's just another thing. Again, it's just another thing for Andrew Yang to make his fucking – Oh, they're digging in? Okay. Like, all right. Let me get some kind exactly. of power in, in an upcoming administration, in an upcoming Democratic administration. It's just, why would you set yourself up like that? You're already yeah. fleecing your whole fucking, all your talent. Like, just, just. Anyway. Absolutely. Um, it is. <laughs> with a smile on their face. Like what? Like what? It's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. call it a, uh, a finder's fee because <laughs> we found all these fans for you. Perfect. I got absolutely perfect. A finder's fee because we found all these fans. <laughs> we found these fans. Um, all right. Let's um, talk to some people. Hit us up, 347-202-0103. That is the number to get in line and talk to us. Let's start with let's uh, start with uh, an old classic, an old standby. Let's go to the Northeast and talk to Kylan in Newark. Kylan, what's happening, man? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing okay. Yeah, the voice um, that's great. 
as far as WWE taking control of wrestlers' Twitch accounts. Mm-hmm. Well, not control. Right. The, 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 I think the idea is just they want to cut. Yeah, I don't think they, they're like, hey, we want to come in and produce your show. <laughs> that would be absurd and tedious and not worth it. They just want they want to not put in any sweat and get some coin. Travis, since mm-hmm. I since I know you still listen to him, at the end of last week's Jim Cornette experience, mm-hmm. him and his co-host Brian Lash spend about twenty two minutes delving into this and Brian Last actually went through the painstaking research to dig up how much the top ten Twitch streamers make and a few of them actually make in the in the millions per year. Oh sure. YouTubers and the like and you know, top ones, PewDiePie and those fucks. You know, see how they live, and you go, YouTube? You bought all this? Yep. So, yeah. But that ain't everybody. It's just like anything. It's, uh, yeah. A lot of people, <laughs> you know, make it. It's like, it's like selling merch on Redbubble and fucking, what's the name, Cam? Like, the difference between, public. Yeah. you know, getting a check for a hundred bucks and Get the check for five grand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, go ahead, guys. So, my first official topic of the week is what did you think of the news that came down earlier today that the <clears throat> that the pedantic governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. I don't think Ron DeSantis knows what that means. <laughs> is allowing the Miami Dolphins to have full capacity of fans at Miami Dolphins games. From here on out. Yeah. And does this mean that Vince McMahon makes his wish of having a full capacity Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida for WrestleMania next year? Shahid did say in the group chat when we were getting WrestleMania tickets, <laughs> and Steve was just like, shit. And it was just like, oh, yeah, we have an announcement? There's no kind of like, we'd be at least talking a little bit about September, two months away from, uh, or it's October now, you know, a month or so away from when WrestleMania tickets typically go on sale, or at least like pre, you know, whatever that first, first uh, step is. It, it's a terrible idea 
um, just, you know, as far as like just humanity and deep basic decency. But it's a terrible idea if for Vince to want to do that after going through all the trouble of, you know, doing the thing with the Thunderdome and in the NXT stadium or, you know, arena hookup that they have now. To just uh, here's one of the underlying issues of the course. Um, it would be such a short term. Never sell out a football game. They don't um, sell out so, a football game when it's fucking everybody's healthy yeah, and a goddamn horse. Like <laughs> there is, even though there's going to be more people there than should be now, and, and then that, that giving the Miami Dolphins permission to fill to maximum capacity is like giving me permission to drive on the wrong side of the road. It's not going to happen. Even though you said I could do it, right? Like, like the Dolphins yeah. owners are probably smarter than the. They're still only because they're still, like, obviously, like, like they, yeah, like, they're not changing that. Like this will turn into a super spreader event, and and it's just going to be Raymond James or not, that's Tampa, um, whatever, um. Lord, uh, Miami Stadium is. It's just going to be in those news stories about you know super spreader event, blah blah blah, and they don't want that. Just because DeSantis nope. said they could, I don't think they heard the owners and whoever would be like, yeah, let's put sixty five thousand people in, a, in an arena in a stadium, yeah, open air or not. Like they just don't want to have that. That that's just new, new, new. but also. I don't, um, for, for, as far as wrestling and Vince goes, it, like, Ron DeSantis was the guy that was, like, in May, like, y'all said it was going to hit us, and we were going to be the next New York, we all good down here, and then remember what happened in Florida, it's just a fucking ex- a COVID explosion, COVID was like, you thought, you fucking thought, you fucking noodle, and <laughs> came down there with all his fucking homies, and, you know, just mega outbreaks and shit in fucking Florida. And it got crazy as shit for a while in the middle, in June, July, and August in Florida. And then all of a sudden he's going to... But my point is, things can turn on a dime, even in fucking Florida. So even if they got permission from the fucking governor, DeSantis, that shit could be two weeks from now, a month from now. So WrestleMania in April, in March or April... Please, There's, there would just be no no way that 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 would that they could uh, pin their hopes. Like, yeah, no, we we got a stadium. We're going to DeSantis and the Florida official said we, we're good, so we're good. And by April, uh, there could be theoretical. Well, no, DeSantis is in, so he just got in. He'll be there for five more years. Governor's six years, I think. Yeah. Uh, so he, it's him, but still, he won't have his fucking cult leader to fucking dicks up, uh, you know, and cover for him no more, hopefully. Fucking got some goddamn sense in three weeks. <laughs> Talk about this shit like it's a goddamn given. The last thing we need, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. It would be it would be a it would be a very short-sighted move, Kyle. For events to be like, oh, yeah, sure, great. Let's let's start scheduling some shit for five months from now, please. 
And again, just the practical side of them, man. man we just did this whole shit. We just got this deal with the stadiums and arena in Orlando. And we're not rushing back into They don't want to look like Remember, they got killed for being called an essential business by DeSantis. And like, just a fucking made a mockery, uh, a laughing stock, and people just mocked them. And, again, and that went mainstream and viral. Like, oh, yeah, fucking pro wrestling is goddamn. Look at this. Look at the political fucking, uh, you know, smoky room handshake, shake, you know, the kind of. All the typical dirty politics stuff that you that you hear about, it's like right on in front of us, and like so obvious. They don't want to go through that again. I would hope they're smart enough not to. Yeah. You know, like everybody's still watching, like everybody's still paying attention. You can't fly under the radar if you do some shit like that. People are gonna throw my eyes on you, exactly. Tweet about it and, and and yell at you and fucking hold you accountable as much as they can in this cult in this. And, you know, it's not like Twitter can actually do something besides via megaphone. But I don't think they want to be trying to ignore that megaphone again. Anything else for us, Kylan? Yep. My my second question mm-hmm. is on. Potential of WWE returns. Former America's Most Wanted member James Storm recently did an interview with Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheets and said that there were two opportunities. For him to return to WWE, one in January for the Royal Rumble, which he made the mistake of missing an email from Mark Carano regarding Paul Heyman wanting to bring him in for the Royal Rumble on the Raw side, and one... And one during WrestleMania week, which coronavirus killed. However, James Storm has said that the door continues to be open for him to come back whenever he wishes to. My second question is, do you think we will eventually see James Storm back in WWE, and how do you think he will be best utilized if he were to return? I mean, yeah. Like, I I, I wouldn't... I, I'm inclined to say no. It's just not where... I don't think the company's going in that direction. He's just an older guy. Uh, he's just not a guy that has internet buzz anymore. It's not 2008, you know. Um, but I also would just never say never, and why the hell not? It's, it's, they, they they like to. He's a reliable hand, and that veteran. Those are <laughs> those aren't exactly uh, grown on trees. So if they 
they need them, if they find a spot for them that's just like, hey, you know this would work for James fucking Storm. And they give a guy a call, hey, we got this idea, Bob. You know, sure, that could happen. But I don't see it. I think the odds are probably low. But I believe him as far as him saying the door is always open. I, I believe he believes that. And I don't mean that in like a backhanded weird way. I mean, you know, really. Yeah. Anything like I James mean, uh, Who's you know, who, who do you? <laughs> Bridge Walker. He was really good in uh, in NWA. Yeah. He was really good in NWA. Um, I think that the thing with him is like, I don't think he has the same ceiling as Bobby Roode does. And I think a big thing about Bobby Roode was um, he had a, a look about him that just screamed, uh, you know, it was like the Triple H evolution thing where Bobby Roode very much looks like a champion. Um, and so I think that Bobby Roode's ceiling in WWE is higher than what James Storm's is. Like, but I also think that James Storm's ceiling is higher than what Eric Young is. Like I'm thinking about their contemporary. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'd be just fine. He's going to be a utility guy. If he's in there, he's going to put on some good matches, have some good promos with guys, and that's going to be about, you know, what he's thinking. Yep. I don't, uh, I don't uh, disagree. But, yeah, I think if there's a – I would like to – seriously, like, where is Chris Harris? What is – is he, like – I'm going around the Indy somewhere. He's a lost in the shuffle guy, isn't he? I'm Braden Walker, and I'm going to punch you in the brain, or I'm going to punch your brains out, whatever fuck the corny-ass line was. They had him say in his, like, one appearance on ECW. <laughs> that was such a – oh, boy, that was, that was so terrible. Thanks, Kyle. I appreciate you. Um. <laughs> we got an email from Gibran uh, out in Vegas. He chimes in this week. Uh, what's up, fellas? Two questions for you all this week. Uh, so I believe it's time for Johnny Wrestling to leave NXT. He's done everything he can do down there. However, if he wants – oh, wait. I think he's done everything he can do down down there. However, if he were, if he were to go to the main roster, I think he would just be another on either roster, I guess, Raw or SmackDown, uh, because they're already trying to figure out what to do with the guys they have now. What do you think they could do with them if they were to move them up this week with the draft? And about the draft, I, I did want to say, I didn't know the draft was even happening. So when you brought the draft up a little bit ago, uh, yep. I meant to, I meant to say that. And so it was when I started doing my, uh, oh, shit, I need to catch up on, we're on SmackDown from the last two uh, the last week. All I had watched at that point was NXT, and they not talk. I don't think I heard anything about a draft. But Truth did like a skit where he's doing a draft. I was like, wait, this is they're they're doing a draft. This isn't just him being silly. Oh fuck, another meaningless, pointless draft. That's if any time, if any year was in, like, hey, let's not do a draft. It would be like if it was ever combined. Like I understand not combining the rosters because of safety issues. Like, kinda, you know, you don't want everybody together. So you don't have to have everybody together because if something goes wrong on one side, 
you want to be able to have people on the, on the other side. I get that. But, yeah. Space-wise, when you talk about vicinity, it does seem kind of silly that there are, like, two options. Like, it really does. But, yeah, there's – I don't really see – aside from the few people I was talking about, like, I don't know how much benefit there really is to uh, having kind of these separate rosters at this point. Well, not having Fox about USA people around on the roster is what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, I think I get you. But you can't just not think about Fox and USA. Talking about rosters, they might have some say, a lot of say, no say. I, I don't, I don't know the particulars. I don't think anybody does, but um, yeah, you just can't. Oh, this isn't a Brian voicemail. I'm sorry, I'm trying to do two things. I had a voicemail, and I don't know because I got it on air, so I didn't listen to it. It's only ten seconds, and the Google text of audio is trash, like, uh, as far as, uh, <laughs> you know, trying to translate voicemails. Um, like, Brian Austin, it's like, hello, trash and can. You know, <laughs> you know what no, I mean? I mean, I'll be trash, you know, can. <laughs> um, but this one is, it's, uh, it's only 10 seconds, and, again, I didn't get to uh, vet it. But I'll, I'll get to that in a little bit, but that's what I was trying to do, trying to upload this thing. That's a little distracted. Um, but back to uh, Jabron's email, Johnny specifically, I think he would be another guy on the roster, I think. You keep him away from Vince McMahon. You keep him as far away from Vince McMahon as possible. As possible. I mean, I don't, I mean, what, uh, yeah. If I'm, yeah. I can't, I can't imagine but, uh, as, what I think of Johnny Gargano as a, as a person, as a man, and he's probably closer to the, Daniel Bryan philosophy of, you know, it's probably more art to him than a job, you know, and he's more leans probably that way to see if, 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 if my intuition and the, the deduction skills or anything. I don't think he would appreciate, <laughs> not that anybody would, but him specifically and his personality, it just wouldn't, it just wouldn't fit. Like he wouldn't be able to cope. So again, keep them yeah. and Vince wouldn't. You just keep them away. Like no, no. But if they if they if they did bring them up, what could they do with them? Well, a lot of things. I don't even pretend like it's not a lot. They could do a ton of shit with them. They could they could. I don't know. Have them to retribution. I don't, I don't know. It's literally just the first thing that popped in my head. Yes. Yeah, I also feel like he would be a guy, um, and I think that's a, a disservice to him and, and how good he's been um, with all the things they've asked him to do. Um, but, I mean, you know, NXT being two hours, I do think, benefits guys like him, but, but who else is there for him? Like, all of a sudden, like, Adam Cole has done so much with so many people and has been so good for so long 
that he's about to feud with Ridge Holland. That's not a knock on Ridge Holland. It's me saying you didn't know who Ridge Holland was two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, I like it's just know who Ridge Holland is. <laughs> yeah. Today. <laughs> yeah. And and I so, understand trying to get you know the hot shotting guys and you know or not hot shotting but just uh you know throwing guys into the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at least like Pat McAfee was Pat McAfee, right? Like all right, well he's he's a pseudo celebrity. Like I could see the logic in WWE getting in, having one of their top uh, top guys at least on that brand. You know, getting into a program and having a a a, a, a match that they drew a lot of attention to, uh, and but Rich Holland, Ridge Holland, yeah, not Rich Ridge, Ridge, yeah, like a ruffle, Ridge, <laughs> exactly like a ruffle, whatever, Ridge Holland with his vest. I was like, I thought it was Pat McAfee. I, I couldn't. Like, is that Pat McAfee? Like, back to revenge? I also thought it was Pat McAfee. Yeah. Uh, Brian continues with his second email question. Now that we know Ali is the leader of Retribution, how long do y'all see this group being together? And would WWE have to put titles on them to solidify that they're a real threat? on either roster, or would it be better to not have them wait, or would it be not, would it be better to not have them on either roster and just let them float? Oh, okay, okay. And let them float uh, from each show, I would even say NXT, because I feel they could that would keep them interesting uh, for a minute, if done right. Uh, thanks, I'll be listening to the show. Um, yeah, I mean, I still don't have a ton to say about Retribution. You know, mainly because it's just going to have to like they're just going to have to put up like I mean, going to do something that's beyond like a brawl with the hurt business, you know, where it's like twenty on four or five. As much as I dig the personalities in the group, you know, there's still some hesitation with how they're going to be positioned and treated, and is it worth getting any kind of uh, emotionally invested in in the damn thing? Remember Raw Underground, Trav? Yo, I was going to ask you, is this really the third week in a row they just didn't have Raw Underground and didn't mention it? They did mention it on this show, but they did not have it. And when people initially, uh, I think just that Braun had done something on there, or you know, this happened on there. You know, just kind of referencing it. But yeah, my thing is like when Raw Underground first came out, and people were skeptical of it. It wasn't like the lot of voices weren't. This is stupid. This is dumb. I don't want to see this. It was this thing is happening, and they're hyping it up, and they're going to lose interest in a month. That's exactly what we were saying. Yes. Yep. It was like no matter how you feel issue. about it. Like some people were like kind of intrigued. Some people thought this is the dumbest thing ever. It's like it doesn't matter. If you think it's the dumbest thing ever, just wait. Just wait. 
if you're really, really into it or intrigued, eh, maybe you should temper that excitement or that, or those, or you know, that anticipation, or or, or you know, stifle those like feelings that this could be cool. Right. I mean, we said all these things, and they did exactly that. Wow. They did exactly. I mean, it's just, it's just who wants to be read so fucking easily and thoroughly. And who, who wants to just just be clockwork like like that? God, that's just so disconcerting. Like, just it makes you reevaluate yourself. Like, man, I hope people just can't predict my, you know, probably can't. But man, how can they not? Uh, and, and it's not. And, and I I can say that. How could they not? There's probably a half a dozen people in those writing slash creative slash production meetings with those same thoughts, whether expressed or not. Like they're probably just looking at each other like, just give it six weeks. (laughs) We won't be talking about raw underground. Underground what? This is Black History Month. We're not talking about Harriet Tubman. Where where, 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 where you go? Harriet Tubman. I love it. It's it's just so fucking predictable. God, I'm stuck on that. But thanks, Ron. Appreciate the email. Um, Thank you. And let's see what that voicemail is about. I hope it was not like spicy. It's only ten seconds long. Let's see. Hey, the show is dope. I love the show. Been a big fan for a long time. Great show. Love it. Keep it going. Oh, well, fuck. <laughs> I was just worried. <laughs> yeah, we, we were worried about that. that. Like, my man. Yeah. Well, thank you. I don't even know who the hell that is. Yeah. Um. I think he called from the 310. Is that Maryland? Uh, 301 is Maryland. Oh, what's 310? Well, 310 is down here somewhere. No, I don't know. But uh, thanks. <laughs> if, since you're a big fan and listen to us, uh, you'll hear us saying thank you. So thanks. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. Um, oh, it's L.A. Hmm. Cool. Thank you. Let's uh, move on. Wait, hey, wait. Maybe this is them. Three one zero. Was was that indeed you on the on on the voicemail? What up? Oh, they gonna drop off. That what a that couldn't have been. That was a coward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <not> that too. <laughs> Whoever that was. <laughs> oh shit! I had a pressure. <laughs> Where you think going to come to you? All right, I hope he calls back. And that was maybe an accident. <laughs> maybe they did panic. Maybe they didn't mean to put their hand up, and uh, that was easier than. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was that was fun. Uh, two, we appreciate two four zero. Uh, who's this? What and up? What up? <laughs> hey. <laughs> What's up, Cameron Travis? Oh, this is uh, Mark from DC. It's been a minute. Hey man, what's happening? Not much. Um, 
The only thing I can't follow you because I haven't watched. I mean, I pretty much stopped watching WWE probably this time last year and started more watching AEW. I really started watching WWE again until WrestleMania. That's probably and that's mainly because of Bailey and Sasha too and stuff. But um, I feel like they're they, they, some of the best storytelling I've seen in wrestling in a while. But um, it ain't bad. I've listened. To, sorry, I'm saying it ain't bad. You're right. Um, but I was listening, I was just saying that they haven't done Raw Underground in a while, and I was wondering that because I, honestly, I only watched um, other than NFT and the previews on the network. I only watch like Raw and SmackDown on Hulu, and watch on Hulu it's only like an hour and a half long, so they cut out a lot of stuff. So I just like already cutting out Raw Underground now from Hulu or no, because they were showing it on the Hulu, but by the end of the day, pretty much got rid of it because I know you know NFT on Hulu. And it's only an hour long on Hulu. And I remember one time they cut out a, a Tomato Trump match. So I was like, maybe they're just, you know. Because <laughs> I, I sort of figured what they show on Hulu is sort of what they want you to see, kind of with the, the more, you know, the, the more top storylines kind of stuff. But that was sort of interesting. But um, wait, let me let me let me clear this up real quick. Did they show mm-hmm. before Raw Underground on Hulu or no? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they they showed they like I'm not sure how they showed on TV, but yeah, they like show. They show like segments that in our because I'm thinking yeah, if you like were a Hulu only like fan and watcher, could you have just never known what the fuck Raw Underground was the whole last four or six weeks, however long it's going on? But, okay. showing it. Yeah, I think yeah, I think they've been showing it since it's been on because uh, I do remember seeing the first, I guess, what the premiere of Raw Underground and stuff. But um, but yeah, but I, I want to uh, mention the. The Roman Reigns and Uso match. I I forget which twin is actually wrestling, but um, I took that sort of how Roman was sort of setting up the match more of like I know I can beat you. So you want a match? Go ahead, yeah. Let's have a match. You want to in the hell and sell out? Yeah, let's do that because he sort of knows he can beat the, uh, the Uso twin. But my thing is like I'm the like I'm the youngest of what six siblings. I have three older brothers, and I'm just thinking I was I'm assuming Roman doing this because he's like. I don't want your brother throwing it in the tile, but and but the way I see it, the first time I'm gonna throw the tile in for my brother, but again I'm like, you gonna take the ass with him again? Then you have your own, you know? Because that's what how we raise yeah. like, you know, <laughs> I helped you the first time, but you going back for that same ass whooping then, you know, that's on you. So, so I figured you gonna take it thoroughly and fully. <laughs> you so determined <laughs> to take that ass whooping, then you go ahead. <laughs> Right. So either Roman wants to tell himself to no, just kill his cousin, or he's soon. Well, I, I take that back. Either you no, know, I'm not gonna help you, or we gonna set, you know, we gonna set, you know, Roman up because I'm gonna come and help you with this ass the second time. So I'm assuming Roman's like, either he's trying to kill his cousin in hell and cell, or he's like, I don't trust your brother to come out here and try to do something to me too. That's why I, I assume he's going hell and cell because I mean, what? What was really the purpose of? I mean, this, I feel like this feud isn't hell in a cell. It seems really soon. But, it seems really yeah. soon to go to hell in a cell. Um, I think that, you know, whereas like Randy and uh, Randy and Drew is is very much built for a finale. This still seems like something that's kind of budging, but it also kind of lends itself to Roman's uh, to Roman's new character. Like, okay, we're gonna get this done. We're gonna get you taken care of. Because uh, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Uh, I, I think that the right. stipulation is going to matter more than the actual match. 
And now, did they say they're going to wrestle in Hell in a Cell or at Hell in a Cell? Because eh. or yeah, ordinarily okay. yeah. you don't see both big title matches in the cell. Um, like I, I feel like Sasha and Bailey is going to be in a cell, um, yeah. and I feel like like of course the uh, WWE title. So I, I think that you know the, the for Roman to be all in on this heel act, like he has to, it has to be. Not like a retirement, but what if he's like you and your brother can't team anymore? And right. that's the, the thing. Yeah, so so I hear you. Um, yeah, I think it's going to well, be something that... there would have to be some kind of... Uh, like, you'd have to be like, well, why? Why did you pick that stipulation, Roman? Like, he's got to have some kind of explanation. Right? Like, well, know, even if it's, fuck you, I just I want to hurt my two cousins. Y'all embarrass me. You won't call me the tribal chief, and I'm gonna make you and your brother play twins. Y'all suffer to, you know. That's how it is. I don't know, but but I don't. I, I'm not sure if that's the direction I'd uh, even go in. I think Bailey and, like you said, Bailey and uh, Sasha and Drew and Orton. That's the natural kind of wealth they're gonna do, like they've done in previous years or in recent years, and. Booking the show with Hell in the Cell matches or, or, or whatever. I I don't. Oh, you know what? Unless they just want to go, unless they already made the decision that 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 Jay is going to be a single guy. Hey, no, 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 or draft it, whatever. But if the if the final thought is, well, we want to run with Jay as a single star, and maybe uh, Jimmy as well, but. Certainly, Jay, and this is a way. It's like when you want to change your hairstyle, you just say, "Hey, well, you're in this feud. Let's let's do a hair versus hair match uh, because you're already, you know, it's already something we're thinking about. Let's just, you know, make it happen in, in this way. So if they already are thinking about, let you know, hey, let's. They could always go back on that if if the, the Jay Uso singles run flops. And I don't think it would, but. They could always team back up in a year or two, and nobody would be too mad. Right. Right. Yeah, I guess I heard that wrong. I thought they were saying they were having a match in the Hell Cell, not at the Hell Cell, but that made more sense. I don't think I think that Roman's probably the only person that could make this tribal chief game at work because just looking sort of far away, I think more of a wasn't more mid card gimmick that they're probably you know destined to fail. I mean, if it's probably anyone other than Roman, kind of. Reminds me, of, I mean, not reminds me, but thinking of like what's name Lord Tensai, more like gimmick like that. But I mean, with WWE, the way they use like gimmick like that, thing more like something a newer wrestler would have, and they would probably try to get them over for a while, and they probably didn't know how to intercontinental champ. I think Roman can make that work. Well, and I was gonna ask, well, if you give it to your main event guy, if you you not gonna, yeah, well, yeah. you know, get, treat them like they did Tensai. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, <laughs> That's true. I mean, uh, with his, yeah, I can start wrestling his, <laughs> at first I thought he was going to start wrestling his shirt. I was like, they took away the best, but he's going to be like John Cena now and just be fighting in shirts all the time. But I'm glad they changed that up too. But, uh, well, the um, shirt thing is his like, health. It's a hurt. It's to hold his goddamn guts in place. You know, so if he's wrestling for shirts, no, because he got like a thing underneath him. Right. One thing he's he's not. He's not wrestling with shirts. Now, I'm saying I thought, you know how Vince, he likes, he likes to 
make how you made John Cena walk in advertisement for merchandise and stuff. I was like, he's not going to wear a vest anymore. Hey, hey, boss, uh, I got this billboard chest here. <laughs> can I put, can I, yeah, can right? I put like an extra $3 million in my pocket by putting your fucking, yeah, I don't think there was a maid, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Cena was right there when I put a ride. What's going on with Strong, uh, Brian Strong? Because I'm not sure what his feud with, with uh, Bray's going, but, or I guess they just ended it, but. I assume that he was like fighting on Raw Underground because he was like, um, it was a Hawkeye when he was like roaming, like, you know, the team broke up. And so he's like out there just killing folks, dining hunting. I thought he was like, no, fighting at Raw Underground. He's like, I lost my girl. I'm so I'm gonna, no, don't find myself by, by like going to what Fight Club and shit. But, <laughs> but Bray came on Raw and Raw, I mean, Bray came on Raw and Brian was there and he never, you know, Spray and then, like, he got your girl and stuff, but I guess he did say he doesn't care about her at one point. But so, did they just drop the whole Braun and break story or what? Probably, I mean, Braun's doing something with and Bray is doing this thing with Kevin, you know, kind of a transitioning into a Kevin Owens deal, right. Yeah, and the, thing, the thing I say with Braun, he, um, you know, Braun has a new look. You know, Braun's bald now. Braun's wearing a different shirt. Yeah, it, it seems like that thing has just kind of run its course. Oh, WWE storytelling. All right, got it. And, and my <laughs> last question, like with with, <laughs> with, with retribution, like I, I mean, my thing with dub, I guess wrestling in general, but no WWE really. I mean, I always had this thing with at what point do you draw a line when this the supposed to you supposed to take it seriously? You no, know, with kayfabe or you no, know, you know when Stone Cold used to get the police called on him, he get arrested and stuff. You no, know, I, I think you got picked on this before, but retribution comes like tearing, like beating up on people and everything. They're not getting arrested. You know, people still come to work. The lights go out. <laughs> the announcers are running and stuff. You no, know, the. Um, MVP and his and his guys are like getting ready to fight them. So, but you know, but then all of a sudden they end up getting a contract. It's like, how do, you know, <laughs> how do you, I guess, how do they like sort of strain the uh, thread the needle of this will be a storyline, but also we supposed to take you know these people are dangerous because they are you no, know, they don't answer to anybody. But you no, know, let's get them a contract, but they still gonna be doing the same shit. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I really don't have anything to add to that. Uh-uh. What, what do you say? Right. That's all I have. Sorry. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. You know. I think we're. I think we're just going to have to kind of wait on this on retribution. I, I think it's kind of a wait and see. It's. It could it could end up being something that in six months we're really still talking about and it's a, and it's good, or we could be like remember that retribution was a joke and it set Dijakovic and those guys back you know blah blah blah. But right now, yeah, I, I think the jury's still out on on uh, what they could be. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think they. 
probably doing this and they use just to gut uh, NST too soon because they could need, I mean, they could use a lot of these people now, like especially Keith Lee and uh, Dodger Kovic, but I guess they could. That wouldn't be, yeah, I mean, that would, it'd be nice. I mean, we wouldn't have to worry, you know, uh, uh, rely on, you know, Escobar as good as he may be, you know, just not (laughs) over with the audience. Thankfully, there's not a bunch of live audience, so they can use this time to get folks over, like Escobar and, you know, given given uh, who's the guy he faced, uh, uh, Swerve, you know, some time and some real time to flesh out a feud and those kinds of things. All right. Also, I have one more, just sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Because you mentioned it's the, Cap- the Capital Wrestling Center. It's a different place than the Performance Center, but um, it is a different location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I was gonna. I, I feel like they'll be a good place if they did continue to do Raw Underground. That'll be a good spot to have that to sort of have the same feel. Um, I was when I saw like a clip of the current season of Dance for the Stars. I know it's random, but the way they have their their thing set up, it's like pretty much what I thought WWE was gonna do. It's like. They're, they're, like, in the room where the walls, the floors, the ceilings are, like, all LED boards and stuff like that. And I was – that's what helped me, like, that would be more, you know, that would be more appealing on the eyes than what they currently have with the Thunderdome because it's a lot of empty space and stuff. But I just wonder if you guys thought about that. And if you have, like – you've seen, like, clips of the current season of that stars and how they have their studio set up, so you can – They'll probably work. You can actually work with wrestling. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Um, I haven't seen uh, any eclipse from Dance with the Stars. I heard Brad from Brad and Britt cast talking about it and how it doesn't work. And he's a 65 year old guy with a you know 65 year old wife who are into that kind. I mean, they sit and like, hey. Tuesday, let's watch Dancing with the Stars. Like, that's who Dancing with the Stars is for. And it doesn't work for them. It's just no studio audience to react to, like, the twirls and the fucking pirouettes and shit. It just, uh, they said, or Brad said for him and his wife, it just, it didn't work. Um, So I'm inclined to go, no, whatever Dancing with the Stars is doing, maybe it wouldn't work for wrestling. Or maybe it would because Dancing with the Stars probably isn't piping in you know, two counts and, you know, oohs and ahs. Uh, I don't know enough to say if they are or aren't, but I assume they're, they're probably not. Um, but I think WWE is, it's all for all productions, even for Dancing with the Stars and ABC and, you know, big time studios like that. It's all a work in progress. Everybody's on the fly learning together. And I think that's why you're not getting a ton of complaints. Or at least, complaints aren't catching on and people aren't like really giving company shit. Cause even WWE, when people gave them shit, they changed when the competition did it and it worked. They said, okay, this fucking works. Let's not be fucking assholes. And they added at least, you know, a few people. And then they went beyond that because they had the, the, the resources and, uh, and the, and everything to, to really do something unique with the Thunderdome and the, the, the Capital Wrestling Center and shit like that, and other other people, you know, other you know, NBA did did what they could 
did what they could do with their with their league and their playoffs and season. And football, it's even. I thought it was going to be the worst for football, like cavernous, empty arenas. But I forget until they go until somebody scores a touchdown, and then they, you know, like dumbasses Get out. dance to a crowd that's not there. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. The fucking empty ass state whole stadium with 75 people in it. And um, so actually works really well. It doesn't, you know, just it's just fine for football watching that on TV. Um, um, but yeah, basketball. You and then and then you also realize like shit. That's right. Basketball is they're ridiculously close to the to the uh, to the field of play. <laughs> you know, it's not until a guy's diving for a damn ball out of bounds and you're like, oh shit, that's right. People are like mm-hmm. right up on the court, and every time something they talk about like crowd safety and or or fan safety in crowds, the NBA always gets pulled up because of the proximity. Like something happens at an NBA game, like we saw it with the big fight in 04, but they're they're always talking like uh, like shootings and shit, like after that concert or shooting or whatever. whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think WWE, as far as how their TV looks, this has probably been the most productive, uh, progressive, and forward-thinking uh, and nimble as they've been. And it's not—I'm not surprised because they're always willing to do, even if it's stupid, they're willing to do things production-wise, whether it's the cuts to the crowd or those stupid. Remember the videos that Braun Strowman was like the selfie videos and we had the big dumb blue box, you know, the, where, the captions over him, get these hands and blue. Yeah. You know, again, it's just as dumb as that was, like, well, they tried. And then they got the feedback on it. And they saw the memes and Twitter and like people laughing at them. Um, so I'm not surprised that WWE production wise are 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 if not ahead of the game, you know, right there innovating with the with the with the top folks. You know, this is kinda of right in their wheelhouse. I think, this is what I think do. Yeah, it's funny you bring up dancing with the cars because you know we keep putting taps on Jordan. Um and it's ridiculous. Um that that's kind of the visual I remember from that show. But yeah, I think I think that you know they've been I can't say cutting edge, but they've been pretty forward thinking with um, how their products look. I think they've done what they can with what they have. Um, I think the Capital Wrestling Center, like having kind of that cage feel to it, I do think um, you know adds a bit of edge that NXT is supposed to have. Um, yeah, these things will keep evolving for as long as they need to. So I've been pleased with how things look visually so far. I think that's going to continue. All right, let's talk to uh, Trav really quick. I know you're gonna yeah. keep moving. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on tonight's 30 years of Jericho celebration? Not particularly. I mean, this is a guy who, for the last 99, I mean, 20 years, has been, if not my favorite wrestler, definitely top three, definitely top five. You know, even as he's 
uh, fallen off, you know, just physically as he's aged and just hasn't been able to put on bangers like he did, you know, in his early 30s, just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, oh, okay. One, one, one you're not the Undertaker. So it, I don't think it hits like, like the way they maybe want it. But also maybe that's the point. He is a heel. He is an obnoxious heel. It could be maybe they're going uh, going to go over the top and have him, you know, just be a big douchey superstar, you know, I'm better than you guy, and that's okay. But if they're just playing it straight, like, you know, I don't I don't know if he has the gravitas to be like, like, all right, a lot of people have been in business 30 years. So, I mean, I, I mean that's a downplay. I think he's going to produce a pretty decent segment. Um, but I think they're going to do some fun stuff because they've let him kind of run free, and it's been good as long as he's been running free. I think yeah, it's going to be uh, they're going to do some cool stuff. Like yeah, I just I think I'm stuck on the thirty aspect. You know, like all right, it's just weird, and you know, you don't really do anniversaries and shit like that in wrestling typically. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. Promotion. Right. Right. That's when it's just like eh. or 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 it's like even if it's if it's the Undertaker or Ric Flair, it's like I like I get a lot. I like pillars and whatever you think of them as as men outside of the ring, whatever. But in the business, sure. It's like I don't know if Jericho's that long like but but I think he kinda is. I think uh you know, just maybe Undertaker and Ric Flair are getting a certain kind of revelry in my mind and heart because I just happened to know who both of those guys were when I was eight and ten. Mm-hmm. And Jericho, I didn't know who he was till I was an adult, or at least almost an adult. Yeah, we didn't watch. Uh, you know, we didn't watch Ric Flair come up. Um, and the Undertaker was always kind of if not at the top of the card, one of the biggest spectacles on the show. So Jericho is very much a, we watched you be cruiserweight champ and be television champ, and we watched them basically not utilize you, and then you get to WWE, and you're the hottest thing in the game, and there's ebbs and flows. But, yeah, Jericho's trajectory is just so much different than guys that you feel like have always been on top. Like, you very much know his story in his past. And so... Yeah, that does kind of uh, it does kind of adjust things. All right, let's uh, let's go to Mike in Brooklyn. Talk to him. Mike, what's going on? What up? Trying to see what's going on, fellas. It feels like it's been a fucking insanity. Yeah, man. Good brother. Yeah. 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 Your boy had the quarantine for two weeks. Oh, where? I came in close contact, you know, with some of my with you, but, you know, it's good places. You know, I see you came through it all right? Yeah, I tested negative, but I just had to, you know, just quarantine. Yeah, I got you. It's a week. Yeah. That ain't fuck up your money, did it? Too bad, at least. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm good. All right. I'm good. 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 I'm Cam said you just had people come ser- come to the crib and you served them directly, but that that's just a rumor. 
By the way, Travis, they're doing Halloween Havoc. Um, I saw that. On, yeah. on the 28th. I mean, it's just a regular Wednesday so, show, though. Well, sure. But what yeah. I'm saying is, for that to be on the 28th, you feel like they probably are going to want to have a title match that night for them to hype it up like that. Um, so hopefully, you know, he can do whatever he needs to do. You know, they wire that thing or whatever. And, uh, yeah. Can't take bucks like, with a broken jaw? I don't think well, that's true. Really so I'm, I'm a agreeing with that. <laughs> but that folks, I don't care how safe you've been, to just taking a bump is just jarring to your body, and that's the last thing you need to do. But also, mm-hmm. goddamn, we gotta. So Finn will get in even more like shape. He'll get even more like ripped. His body fat will drop like more another ass. half a percent from like one point five to one. Because <laughs> yeah. he'll just have to drink Finn all his meals. <laughs> why do you have Why do you have veins in your eyebrows, Finn? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, you know, broken jaw, Between him and Bobby Roode, I don't know. These guys are coming back in incredible shape. But I must say, and I and I'm 
you know, I have I know you guys probably agree on you know, the best thing going right now with the shit that they should have done five fucking years ago, and now they are trying to cheat. Like, I will say that. Wait, <laughs> it, it, it was a who? It, it, it's the Roman name. Bro, like, they should have done that shit five years ago. Um, to me, that's the best thing. But it only works. You have to acknowledge that it only works the way it does now because of, you know, Years with with the Roman Reigns character. I'm not saying you 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 do dumb shit for five years just so you can like capitalize. Yeah. Like no 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 no. But you know some of you when you finally get your shit together and you go well let's use the last five years of not having our shit together and use that you know going forward. Well, I'm asking you guys like what do you guys think? Do you guys think? You know, all for this one, they'll come out of it now. The mega baby face that they wanted him, they always wanted him to be. I don't think we can talk about maybe. I don't even want to talk about Roman not being, you know, turning or being a baby face, you know. No. Because to me, I don't think they should take the strap off in no time soon, just glad him, just be badass all the way through to Mania. Because I know you guys heard the news about, um, I think, um, kind of said something about it. You know, say, wait, you know, St. James, whatever. Say, wait, it's probably St. James. Stay there, open the back up to full capacity. Like, me, yeah. if this is infinite if they can get him versus right, I know he's going to hot. They're going to hot shot him versus group. Now, to me, that right there is like the most natural big money this era without using part timers that y'all could do. Do you think they pull that this year or do you think they should wait a year later? I, I don't think it's as I don't think it's as automatic money, whatever that you you I don't have it built up that much, Roman versus true. Even if it's title versus title, like okay. So because okay. it's not I I say wait a year, even if it's not a year from now. I'm like, well, it wasn't a year ago, at least to me. Like I don't see that as an automatic kind of like people are going to be like, oh shit, yeah, I got to see Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. They both do good work, but together we know we know we know that they got no. What I'm saying is we know that they do have a natural big you know big match with guys from this era. It probably does. You could do that and just have YouTube just build upon it for a whole year. Oh yeah, to you know, twenty twenty two. That sure. year, and then I told you pull the trigger on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you would have to have specifically with Drew McIntyre, um, because I I don't I, I think it's safe to say they would have the patience and uh, <laughs> and the forethought with the Roman with Roman Reigns. But would they would they Keep Drew strong enough to where where that or where that up to a big big match a year and a half from now. I don't know. Would fans be bored of Drew McIntyre by then? At that at getting pushed like that. Like he's as good as he is. Like he he ain't Roman Reigns. Like if I had to pick who I was, you know, doing the old who you starting the roster with or you know. Those are two good picks, but I'm picking Roman Reigns. 
I think it would just depend on how over he stays. And does he have the longevity to be, uh, be a WrestleMania caliber guy, you know, a year from now, a year and a half from now? I think well, yeah. What makes me feel like he is trash is because, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in, the, in the fan eye, you know, a lot of people are, you know, people who went through on his journey from Impact to Indies back. So he's a, you know, how people or whatever, you know, not even know, Mark was saying that he's an indie guy. But what I'm saying is, to the effect of, People feel like he kind of got robbed this year. You know what I mean? Because of the, the whole outbreak and all that shit. So they didn't right. get to see him. You know what I mean? Do it. So yeah. I mean, that might be giving him a, a little, little buffer, a little extra um, staying yeah, power. And he built some good will. Yeah, with the, you know, with the, um, like, I'm digging, like, him ass chair, um, John Mock's ass chair, because they're not playing the typical. Um, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Not, no one pulling the wood. They going out there telling you exactly what they going to do. See, if you look at Drew Sabbath, he really didn't change too much from when he was there. Like, it's, 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 it's everything you say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so... Like, Drew McIntyre comes across to me as the guy who is very safe until somebody better shows up. Right, yeah. like he's the right, right. He's the pretty, he's like the pretty girl in town. Then like some higher girl moves in from you know the whole different city, <laughs> you know, girl you didn't grow up with, you know, all this mystery and intrigue. Somebody come along that's like just as big, just as powerful, but newer and more interesting. Maybe talks a little better. Maybe has a little flashier deal to him. Then all of a sudden it's like. You know, Drew who? But in the meantime, until that person comes along, you know, like Sting was, was yeah. great until, like, other people showed up and you're like, oh, wait. He's, right. he's not. He ran great. Now that I got some options, like, and it's not just like Sting and Vader and Cactus Jack. I have somebody fucking else to take from. I don't know what's up there. I don't know about y'all, but I ain't too, I ain't too up and on about this, this draft shit this year. Like, nah, I mean, when was the last time he was fucking excited or even cared a little bit about any kind of draft? Damn. I no, no, no. I think the one where Triple H went to SmackDown, I think had interesting stuff happening or happening around it. I think they were in a weird. Place I think it was post Benoit, but not you know right kind of around there. And yeah, I think that one was interesting. But typically they ain't shit and they're of no consequence. And two weeks after a draft, you're just like, oh right, a draft happened and people moved around. Because as I was reading the talking observer earlier this month, you know kind of you know the focus on the survival scene did was going to be. With this fucking retribution shit, you know, hopefully it gets over and we can stand up with the song or something that comes out of it. So, you know, it's going to be, you know, heavy with the guy. But the shit gives real quick, you know, with the AEW. Um, 
Do you think MJR pull a pull a rock tonight? So like you? Wait, is he gonna pull a rock tonight? Yeah, like you know when um Rock basically took the nation from Peru. Like the night after Oh. Is this are you saying what? With the Jericho segment? Like yeah, that thing. Boom, because remember, you know, for the past couple of weeks, they've been seeing MJF, you know, joining the group or not joining yep, the group. Yep, joining the faction. And he's even tweeted how he was hyped about this, about uh, about Jericho 30. So, yeah, you feel like something might happen. Hmm. I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking they might. Because you know Tony Khan's still a fan or whatever, all that other shit. I'm thinking they might put a, you know, Rock 98 circle, take the nation for the roof. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Jericho going dating. I mean, a, 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 a little different because uh, Rock was in the group. I don't think he, he, he usurped them from the inside. MJF would be a whole... Like well, you know, they the yeah. yeah, I could. Well, you know, I haven't. You know, certainly haven't been watching, and I've been keeping up even less on AEW than, than the other stuff. I just get what Rich tells me, like in the, it's happening in the VIP. But I could. Uh, could you see the inner circle guys responding to NJ? Would that would that work? I, I mean, could see it. like like yeah. Yeah, in terms of yeah. being a young, you know, a young guitarist, you know what I mean? It's like, I can see them both with that. Hmm. Because that dynasty up under them and they were the problem. Shit, they're fucking around and work better than, than Jericho. Like, why are these guys hanging? Beyond, like, glomming on to a top main event, main event guy, like, why the fuck would Sammy Guevara and Proud Powerful, why would they be hanging with the... Uh, Chris Jericho, but a contemporary of theirs, MJF, yeah. probably makes a little more sense. Yeah, and then you got Cody and um, Randy and the Don Collar match. I don't know if you've been watching Pratt. Cody went back with the black hair. Word. Tonight should be interesting. Can't take that tattoo off his neck. We'll go back to that. You got to look at the Bible 20 minute challenge every week. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I mean. Pretty decent show. I'm not both. I mean, tonight is wrestling night, but. I'm looking out the grab and see what it brings and, you know, all the switch shit. They need to hate, they need to stop and let these people be. You know, they're going to fuck up there. Yeah, nobody probably really made money that much money off of their merch as they usually were. Like, come on, man. This is the most weird fucking company alive. Like, this, this is one of your biggest props, you know what I mean? Props still trying to challenge. No, they petty as fuck, and they're gonna learn, my yeah. They're gonna learn probably the hard way. Uh, I, I hope they're letting. Yeah, 
I guarantee you they got a bunch of fucking disgruntled employees right now wanting to get out of contract. I hope their lesson doesn't come at the expense of the fame. And of course the talent. But I just hope Yeah. Like their stupidity and their greed and their fucking monopolistic uh, you know, habits don't come around and fuck up our entertainment. But something gotta be done. Yeah. They're 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 playing a dangerous game, I think. But Yeah, they are very dangerous. That's not even that's 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 beyond unnecessary what they do. Like it borders on fucking insanity. Like this seventy five year old man must be removed from the top of this organization. I don't know yeah. how the fuck you do it. We need to get a coup going. We we need to get some but no, I don't I think he's probably <laughs> Smart enough to like own enough, you know. Even if uh, you'd have to like pick off somebody like Stephanie or or somebody and that shit, that ain't gonna happen. Hey Steph, show Steph, sell me them shares real quick. I need I need another couple percentages to so we can oust this fucking guy. That shit would happen. And and I don't think even if you were able to get to the other people, it's just no. It's, it wouldn't happen in that aspect. It would just it would have to be. Just overwhelming. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. And maybe Stephanie, maybe somebody like Stephanie or somebody could would would just be like, we have to do something. And, but I don't. I don't. I ain't holding my breath. So, all right, Mike. Appreciate you. Yeah. Man. All right, oh. brother. Yeah, yeah. We don't more to go. Uh, so yeah, thanks to everybody hanging in there. Uh, all your calls, all your tweets and, and emails. Appreciate that. Um, free folks, the ride is over. Rich and I will be by for, for some VIP action. Uh, so VIP members, click over for another hour or so of content. Um, so, yeah, until next time. Uh, that's Cam. I'm Trav. We out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.